Welcome to another edition of the Nine Hertz Podcast, uh, live from the living room this time, uh, and I'm joined by Chris Thompson of, um, I was going to list your bands, but you're probably in a better position to do that. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm Chris of... Um, and I play guitar. I play guitar. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess the bands that people may recognise are Buffaloed. Which was has since ceased to exist. I heard rumours you might be getting back together, or is yeah, that just a it's kind of, dream? Yeah, it's one of those kind of things where will they, won't they? You know, like <laughs> celebrity couples. <laughs> I've seen the message boards and you know, people talking about it, and Twitter, yeah. Twitter's alike with it. And YouTube, yeah, the YouTube yeah. comments feeds. Like, yeah. yeah, come to Brazil. Please, uh, please, please come to my hometown. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so yeah, there was Buffaloed, which. I can't remember how long that lasted, maybe maybe two years, probably. Two years. Yeah, I mean I can't remember when your first demo was, but Yeah, probably about two years. Two years, yeah. Um and then kind of overlapping as that was ending, um, starting a new band called uh, Concrete Ships. Yep. Which is yeah, which is good fun. Um Yeah. Cool. Um, so, what made you pick the Jesus Lesson straight away? Because I, um, I feel like that's an obvi- obvious choice for you, but yeah, I want you to yeah. kind of explain why. I think um, it was a hard choice, actually, because um, I was torn between them and Shellac. Yeah. Um, but I decided to go for Jesus because mainly because they were the first band from that kind of 
School of area of music, yeah. yeah, School of Music. Um, um, and they were kind of the first band that got me into the whole sort of noise rock kind yeah. of genre. Um, and yeah, I'd say they probably had more influence on me um, musically, definitely vocally. Mm. Um, and I think David Yao. Um, Give a lot of hope to uh, people who can't sing very well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the same way that Marky yeah. Smith did, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Mark, yeah, definitely. Marky Smith's been a, quite an influence on my approach to vocals, but yeah, kind of that kind of slurred, kind of yeah, indecipherable um, ranting, rambling. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's quite a unique. Yeah. Um, sound, isn't it? And yeah, it shouldn't. It shouldn't work um, musically. So it does. But someone else does, yeah. And the thing about the Jesus Lizard, I've just, I just quite like how um, they take the kind of the the kind of tried and tested rock formula, kind of a rock. They, they write rock songs, yeah. And, and for the most part, most of their stuff follows that kind of classic structure, and then they've kind of flipped it on its head and made it a bit more kind of um, sneery and kind of just messed around with the whole sort of yeah i think there's a lot of um there's a lot of talk about um cliche sounds mm. but they kind of upend any idea of that mm-hmm. i think yeah um, by using cliche sounds yeah, exactly, as well yeah because i mean i grew up on um classic rock and guitar riffs and yeah. all that stuff and like you listen to their music like they've got slide guitar i mean some songs sound like it could be like a, a country song or something like that, but it's just kind of it works almost sort of on uh, almost satire of yeah different genres and yeah, yeah that's what I really like about them. And, I feel yeah. like I missed that era. Like mm. I've I did because I was only like what this was out in ninety one. Yeah, early nice. so I was like yeah, a toddler. Yeah, or yeah, five yeah. Or exactly. Something. Yeah, I'm I'm totally not of. Yeah, I wasn't there. I can't imagine hearing this kind of, you know, like that group of bands, mm. I, I say group of bands, I don't know enough about them, but like Mudhoney, um, this band, um, I don't know, um, Meat Puppets, things mm-hmm. like that, and, yeah. and just like thinking, what the hell is this? Because mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like, it sounds like it It should be normal, but it's not, there's something yeah. uncanny on, yeah. underneath yeah, it, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a bit odd. Yeah. Um, Melvin's yeah, as Mel- well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Really creative bands doing yeah. something quite new, and I don't yeah. think they quite got their recognition. They no, probably got no, buried no. a bit. Yeah, I definitely think yeah, grunge um, buried a lot yeah, of stuff like this. Th- yeah, it was kind of running alongside. Because uh, actually, I think the first time I heard Jesus as it was um, when the from that split they did with Nirvana. Because I was massively into Nirvana. Yeah. Um, when I was younger, and I remember listening to that split and really liking the Nirvana song. Mm. And I heard the Jesus thing. I thought it was rubbish at the time because yeah. I was like, "What in my teens or something?" Oh yeah, I mean, I've had I didn't really get bands. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it wasn't until later on when I was probably forming a more kind of cynical worldview, probably <laughs> that I was kind of drawn <laughs> to that kind of area of music, and yeah, um, I revisited them, and I was like, "Yeah, actually, this kind of sums yeah. me up musically." Yeah. I think, like, I I discovered this quite late in life and I've kind of got into it all since but like it's just the it's like the playful thing that I like about it and, mm-hmm. and it's quite clever without being clever yeah um, yeah yeah it's ha- 
all these phrases I'm using are completely meaningless, but it's mm-hmm. just there's something about it that's kind of um, draws you in. Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think more people need to listen to bands like this and, they and do. kind of yeah, yeah. know where their mm. favorite bands got their sound from. Yeah, because we were saying like Daughters, like yeah. amazing band. Mm. You know, can't wait to see them again. I saw them on Friday. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to see them again. But there's an undeniable mm. influence there, isn't there? Yeah. Almost like yeah. a lifting of some of their sounds. Yeah, and I think within the noise rock community, like, um, if you, I, I mean, there's plenty of groups on Facebook, and Jesus have almost become like a, a meme of themselves in the noise yeah. rock community, <laughs> and and like, the the amount of bands that are almost sort of, um, carbon copies of that, yeah. the, what they do, like, um, you've got bands like. Uh, blacklisters, um, bands like Piss Jeans, yeah, um, yeah, all from that kind of um, school of thought, really, and yeah. but it's kind of it's accepted within noise, the, 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 yeah, you know, it's just that kind thing, of community, yeah, because it's what people people like are the kind of elements that mm. um, people look for, that kind of vocal style and approach to. Yeah, I mean, there's know. a lot. I mean, we as a um, website get sent quite a lot of. Um, well, we used—I don't, I don't know about now—but we used to get sent a lot of um, submissions with the Jesus Lizard as one of, of the influences. Mm. It's like, well, do you sound like them, yeah. or have you just listened to them a lot? Yeah, you know, it's yeah, like, yeah. Um, can you actually say, yeah, this, this is, this is very much like, and is it original at the same time? Because that's the, that's the killer kind yeah. of combination. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, you might sound like the Jesus Lizard, but yeah, the Jesus Lizard still exists. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's, it's got yeah, there's yeah, got to be that kind of slight, uh, slight sort of difference, slightly uniqueness. Like you can, yeah, I think Absolutely. yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's um, but yeah, they've been quite a big influence on my um, certainly my vocal approach because mm. I wouldn't say I'm the greatest vocalist ever, and <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of um. Yeah, giving me sort of a, a bit of hope to kind of, because I'm, I'm quite a reluctant vocalist. I never sort of went into music wanting to be mm. a vocalist. It kind of just happened, just happened sometimes, of, out of necessity, really. And uh, I gave it a go and then, um, yeah, I kind of fell into that style of singing and it seemed to suit the music I was playing at yeah, the time. Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, you can hear that in Buffaloed. Mm. So, before Buffaloed, were you in any other bands that uh, people might have heard? or Not really. I mean, quite, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd quite a sort of a gap between... I had sort of a gap between um, being in bands. Um, quite a few years ago, before that, I was in a punk band, a local punk band, but um, just as a guitarist. Mm. Um, um, and before that, it was mainly like um, cover bands and things like that. Right. So, yeah. You've cut your teeth on yeah, that. Yeah, cut my teeth yeah. on cover bands. <laughs> uh, I did a scar cover band at wow. one time, which was wow. um, far too happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So yeah, I mean, I guess um, you could say sort of come to quite late mm. I'd say but yeah for like original stuff yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh, but it felt like the right time <laughs> <laughs> it felt natural yeah 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 <laughs> cool so the next song you picked is Swans um, um, we were just saying like before um, 
I think you're the second person in 39 podcasts to pick swans, and I'm quite surprised because a lot of my friends like swans. Mm. However, um, people like different eras and like them for different reasons, don't they? So yeah. what kind of draws you to Mr. Gyra or Gyra? Well, Gyra? I wouldn't say I'm like um, an expert on swans, and I don't claim to be sort of um, a super fan of swans, but... Um, and I don't really know how I came across them either. Um, I kind of I think it was kind of a, a natural progression from listening to things like Jesus Lizard and things like that, um, getting into the more obscure realms of um, music. Um, and to be honest, I think the first time I listened to them, <coughs> um, I really really struggled. Yeah. For, yeah. Um, and it was hard work, um, and I probably didn't um, spend enough time mm. um, really um, trying to get into them. Um, I didn't realise how vast their back catalogue was at the time. And while it's, it's, it's like really a maze, blessed. though, isn't it? If um, you go in, <laughs> yeah, um, you can go in at random parts of their back catalogue, and they sound completely different. Um, and we were just chatting while we were listening to that about. Um, one of the sort of early albums, um, Cop, um, which I, I've listened to, all the way through, which was horrendous, a yeah. horrendous experience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's yeah, um, yeah. Hor- horrible album mm. in a, in a good way. Yeah, um, unnerving and just makes you feel, yeah, wrong. Yeah, somehow. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And it's it's just amazing how kind of different um, they sound at different points um, throughout the whole sort of existence and uh, um, kind of they're enigma really um, you can't really pin them down which is what I quite like about them and I think yeah Gira is as much Swans as Swans as Gira really isn't it it's kind of yeah it's kind of his um vehicle for, yeah. for his music and, and his kind of his um, his vision and I think I wouldn't be afraid to call him kind of a, a musical genius really in terms of his yeah ob- definitely kind of obsessive and kind of intense uh, approach to music both recorded and live yeah I mean I've, you know, we're talking about as well I've not really had the um, opportunity to see them live, and it's a band I've always wanted to see live. And if if it, if chance happens, then I will go and see mm. them for definite. But um, I've heard it's pretty um, intense. Yeah, I mean, they played last time I saw them. They played for two hours, okay. and it seemed to slip by in about five minutes. Mm. It was like it was brilliant. Mm. Just, I mean, oppressively loud, but. I think he had such a good lineup. I, th- I think he's retired that lineup of Swans because mm. it was got like a a nineteen eighties or like early nineties version of Swans. I think, yeah. and um, they were so tight and and they knew exactly what they were doing. Like mm-hmm. to the untrained eye, it would look like a load of people having their own personal fits on stage and yeah. like, but it was so yeah. 
well orchestrated it's choreographed and, but yeah. he was he was the ringmaster yeah he's just like, completely in control yeah. you can see how scary how much control he has yeah. over yeah. um the performance and yeah. what everyone's doing and um i think that what i take from their music and what i try and sort of even some elements in my own music if i can compare um what i do um to what they do but um it's kind of that kind of um almost kind of like repetitive almost the man, mm. man, mantras in the vocals and kind of um I really I really like repetition in music I don't know why I, I mean I could listen to a whole song where it's just one one riff or one sort of um vocal line over and over again mm. I quite like that kind of how mm. um uncomfortable and it can make you feel and I think um I made the mistake once of listening to swans um when i was out and about in town um and i, I got really sort of into the whole um repetitive rhythms that they were doing at the time and it, you know i kind of sort of ended up in like a weird trance almost <laughs> and it was yeah yeah probably i probably should have been in the comfort of my own home at the time but yeah it was weird being yeah. out and about listening to them and Again, so sort of gives things a sinister context, yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah, but no, I just yeah. I mean, I I, I haven't listened to all their stuff, mm. um, and um, it's kind of an ongoing project. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I, my favorite Swans record changes every time I think mm. about them because, like, I really like the melodic style that they had, like with Jarbo, like yeah. uh, Burning World, mm. and. Uh, Love of Life is one of my favourites, and mm. a lot of people don't like that album because it's so. They do have some quite soft, soft yeah. what you would call soft albums. Yeah, it's like piano sort of, led and yeah, it's quite acoustic, quite delicate um, albums. Which, mm. um, yeah, I, I don't really. Um, I probably would normally listen to, but that kind of approach makes it a bit more um, intriguing for me. Yeah, um, but yeah, um, but yeah, I'd say there. Are, since I've sort of explored them a bit more, I think I've definitely sort of infused mm. a, a lot of their um, That's interesting, sounds yeah. into my own music, uh, especially with Concrete Ships. Um, um, picking up the bass in that, and um, as I said, listen in Oxygen. Um, it's just one kind of repetitive bass riff mm. all the way through. Yeah. Um, and I quite like that. I quite like um, picking up picking up the guitar, uh, the bass um, in Concrete Ships. Um, I never really played bass before, um, and I kind of approach it in the, the same sort of mindset that I do guitar. I don't really play it in the traditional sense of bass, but yeah. Um, but it's really nice sort of take that step back into the music and just playing one repetitive um, riff mm. over and over again mm. it's quite quite, quite enjoyable I just imagine it must be quite like meditative and, it is yeah, you yeah. Know, get into a, a locked rhythm yeah. with something that's quite addictive yeah, to is, keep yeah. doing that yeah um, I mean um, I, I, what's the kind of uh, most repetitive music you can think of because like I've got one in, in my head uh, from a few years ago Probably about ten years ago now. The most repetitive music I know. Um, crazy Frog. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, 
there's I, I recommend anyone listen to this to check out a band called um, Orthrom. I don't know if you've heard oh, of them. No, no, no. It's a drummer and a guitarist, mm. and there's a, an album, I think it's called Of, O-V, and it's oh, right. 50 minutes, mm. and it seems to be like one very high note, like mm. plucked really fast, mm. and the drummer matches him for every pluck of the guitar, Yeah, and it, it changes like incrementally over the 50 minutes. Oh, really? But right, yeah. For, minutes at a time mm. you just listen to this noise yeah and you start to go into a trance yeah. you start to sort of spiral into something yeah like yeah. this is yeah, you get there's something going on here caught in it <laughs> like yeah. a yeah almost like a an experiment mm. to see how far you can actually stand it yeah. but it's yeah it's an experience yeah but i like i quite like quite enjoying that and yeah. um I, yeah i just yeah I, I guess i quite like how frustrated they make me feel sometimes and yeah. um kind of Unnerved, I think it's a good word for them. I think they just yeah. have that ability, that ability to genuinely unnerve a listener. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just sometimes I hate them, sometimes I love them. Yeah. And that's yeah. There's definitely a mood you've got to be in to listen yeah, to one. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Definitely. And I guess an era that you need to pick for your mood. There's probably a yeah. best ones album for every mood. Exactly. To be honest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, uh, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Mm. Cool. Uh, well, we'll listen to this. This is um, Oxygen by Swans, and it's from uh, the To Be Kind album. Thank you. 
stark contrast to that Swans track we just heard um, we're going to be listening to um, Gang of Four um, that's right 
and this one's from way back in 1981 so we're going quite far back here mm. um, and uh, yeah the track's called Paralyzed so it, I've said this before but like they're a band that I'm not massively familiar with so mm. you're going to have to fill me in on, on you know how you came across them and... uh, again I don't really know how I came across them um, probably just accidentally I guess um, I think it was just through my own kind of endless searching of bands on, yeah. Yeah, on, on the internet I think it was kind of the usual kind of bands that sound like right. this band and yeah. I think they must have popped up um, and I had a listen to them and I was really drawn um, drawn into their sort of the sound um, and I think I am quite drawn to that kind of post-punk kind of movement um, mm. from sort of the early 80s um, um, especially sort of in the aftermath of kind of Joy Division mm. um, kind of they kind of paved the way and then the sort of end of kind of what you would call um traditional punk which I never really was a fan of it mm. was a bit kind of overt for me um, yeah um, but yeah kind of the post-punk kind of again kind of what the Jesus others did with kind of that kind of rock music they took the kind of that traditional kind of um, blueprint and kind of flipped it on its head mm. and um, that's what I like about Gang of Four um, I'd say really I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm only really sort of into their first two albums um, so Entertainment was the first one and then Solid Gold was the second one Yeah. Um, I think I prefer Solid Gold um, I think it's a, for me it's just a stronger album mm. um, and kind of a bit more um, I don't know I don't, yeah it's, yeah I just tend to be drawn to that album more the albums albums after kind of I'm yeah I'm a bit unsure of I right. think they, they kind of changed the style up a bit and mm. um, I think they went a bit kind of synthy as well right and okay I, yeah, yeah it wasn't really kind of my bag are you a fan of like the minimalist kind of thing that goes yeah. on in this yeah, yeah yeah it's a lot of space yeah. between everything isn't I it I mean yeah it's very again it's repetitive repetitive yeah can't even get the word out repetitive um, um, again similar to Swans and mm. um, and other bands like that and uh, yeah I guess I'm just drawn this has got that really sort of repetitive bass line and um, I really like um, Andy Gill's guitar tone mm. it's so sort of sharp and spiky and clinical um, yeah. almost to the point of being sterile um, <laughs> and yeah I just really like how sort of um, jagged it just sounds really jagged and, yeah um, yeah and I think a lot of bands certainly in the kind of resurgence of kind of that style of music, I think, especially in kind of indie, mm. indie movement, they kind of they all kind of try to replicate that kind of sort of jaggedy kind of um, 
dissonant yeah, I mean, kind of guitar. It's and, quite menacing, isn't it? Mm. That it? There's something about it that kind of... Um, it, it feels uneasy mm. and, and strange. So, um, yeah, I, I want to dip into more stuff like this. I think mm. I've got a lot of time for, like, the very creative time that was, like, post-punk. Yeah. Like, um, there's a really good... Um, uh, compilation called Do You Want to Buy a Bridge? And I think Gang of Four are on it. Mm. But it's a lot of very strange, like, bands that probably used to play punk in the seven, late 70s, early 80s, but moved into the weirder end. Mm-hmm. And it's it's almost like a little snapshot of music changing. Yeah. Um, or at least turning into something more interesting. Yes. Yeah. I think the 80s were like. They're a massively underrated time for indie music. Mm-hmm. I think there was yeah. a lot of really creative stuff happening around that time. Absolutely, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's interesting. So, does this influence what you play now? Do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Again, I, I, yeah, I think it's. Um, I'm drawn to the vocal style a lot as well. Mm. Um, I think there are some similarities in sort of all the bands I've I've picked. Really, um, it's very sort of. I, I guess I, I, I'm quite put off. Um, Music that has quite sort of um, strong vocals, if you call it that, you know, kind of singing vocals or oversung vocals, or mm. um, yeah, I'm kind of drawn to more sort of um, that kind of talking, kind of almost spoken words mm. now in in places. And um, are you a fan of bands like Enablers and? I've not uh, really, um, not really come across right. them. You probably like them quite yeah, a lot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so they they play like it's it sounds a bit like the the back backing band I guess sound like Slint a little bit. Oh uh, right, yeah, yeah. And then the singer is well, singer he's like a performance poet, uh-huh. and he's a really theatrical frontman, mm. and his lyrics are all kind of, um, you know, um film noir style yeah. and like have characters that you never hear from again in other songs it's mm-hmm. just like it's all done in four minutes yeah and it's it's fantastic mm. and and bands like um and on on but then on the opposite end it's like i don't know whether you'd be into this band either because they're, they're a bit intense so like a band called listener mm. from america so they they play like indie quite stark indie stuff but the singer's very very in um uh I don't know how to how to explain it. Like very um, enthusiastic about his lyrics and the fantastic lyrics, mm. but he delivers in in such a way that it, it sounds like he's desperate to tell you everything. Yeah. All at once, mm-hmm. it's almost like an annoying person mm. in a bar trying to tell you everything. Yeah. So I think there's a contrast between like doing it well and mm. making it sound mysterious like this, mm-hmm. and then just being a bit too like. Yeah. There's a there's a spectrum of mm. that kind of vocal, I guess. Isn't yeah. It? So, yeah, I like this though because it's it's quite, um, you know, it's it's almost like not there. All the, yeah. the lyrics are almost. Yeah, you yeah. have to listen out for what he's saying. Exactly. Yeah. It's and I think I think they still they still carry a, a, that kind of a similar message that perhaps, um, kind of the punk bands before that, kind of were were, were trying to sort of. Um, do but perhaps too um, obviously mm. um, I think yeah the, the messages are there um, perhaps a bit more um, I don't know 
think there's a bit of a, a certain kind of aloofness about them um, yeah. in the vocals and kind of an intellectualism um, to some extent that I'm quite, I guess, drawn to. But um, Yeah, I think that kind of thing can put people off if they're not willing to accept it straight away. Yeah. But I feel like that's a massive shame. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, there's yeah. a lot going on there and you can yeah. kind of take something away from it if you give it a bit of a chance. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's not always easy mm. to listen yeah. to. Yeah, I can see why people wouldn't want to listen to or perhaps kind of write them off as kind of um, peddling a um, certain political um, sort of viewpoint. Um, or, or just like a difficult way to... Yeah. Express things, I guess. Yeah, 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 the, 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 yeah. But for me, they're um, quite influential um, in what I do. Um, yeah. Cool. Um, so yeah, we'll put this on. This is uh, Gang of Four uh, with a song called Paralyzed.
Lazarus and I'm the Duke. So the next song uh, we're going to play is by Fugazi. Um, again, a band I'm not massively familiar with. I mean, I, to my shame, I only listened to The Argument for the first time a few mm. weeks ago. And, uh, you know, when you listen to something, you're like, why did I never mm-hmm. put this up before? Yeah. I mean, have you got... This is a completely different question to what we're talking about, but have you got any albums that you know you should listen to and you just never have? And you're like, oh, I, uh, yeah, well, I know I'd like that, but one and one day I'll sit down and I'll... Oh, yeah, there's loads. I mean, I've got um, a few obvious ones. Like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, off the top of my head, like once you see in record shops and you yeah. like they're considered classics, sort of thing. Like Pink Floyd for me, I've never listened to a Pink Floyd record. Really? Ever? And I know That's, I'd love it. Yeah. I've only heard like two or three songs ever. Mm. I don't know how I've That's managed great. to get That's through. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Know, yeah. Especially the kind of music I listen to. Mm. But it's just never presented itself. Like mm-hmm. no one's ever put it on. Yeah. Been around, or mm. I've never been given a copy. I've never sought them out. So yeah. I'm aware of them. I'm aware of their influence, but I've got no, yeah. no clue. That's That's really really I mean, like, yeah, there's, there's, there's probably loads, but I can't really think of anything off the top of my head. There's loads of albums that, yeah, I kind of have like a um, a mental kind of. Um, to do list of mm. bands I want like to you almost to. know what it sounds like yeah. before you put it yeah, on yeah yeah um, or I've I've, I've seen that the, a name of a band pop up and I keep meaning to listen to it and, um, but I haven't but yeah um, but yeah you should never listen to Pink Floyd I know it's unbelievable I will yeah. I will soon yeah I'm sure. <laughs> well you know I've, I've only just started it's like certain films music. like um, yeah I've never one the film when I say I've never seen it people are like well, I've, I've never seen Trainspotting um, um, and everyone as soon as I say that everyone's like I can't believe you've never seen it so so good and yeah film and, it's, and it's good yeah. yeah I mean I, I think I saw it when I was at uni mm. and that and I, that felt late to be watching it was like mm. 10 years after it happened yeah um, or thereabouts but I think I was probably a bit too young when it came out to mm. watch it anyway mm. It's a strange one, that. But then I, being the geeky kind of person I am, I think people are really surprised when I haven't watched um, any Lord of the Rings films. I've not watched any of them. Really? And See, I've watched them and regret watching them because I don't, I don't right. like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I've never read them either. So. Yeah. But it's the kind of thing that I imagine if I watched it, I would watch nothing but that kind of thing forever. Yeah. And I yeah, don't really yeah. want to do that. Mm. <laughs> there's, more, it, there's more things to consume than... I think um, just, it's just popped, popped into my head is <laughs> a band that I uh, had put off listening for ages because of their name was um, uh, Cult of Luna. Yeah. Because yeah. I'd... I'd never known um, what sort of genre they are and I kind of just sort of assumed what they would sound like. And yeah. The name was off-putting to me. I, I didn't really like yeah. it. The name sounded a bit kind of it conjured up um, sort of bad metal, bad metal, yeah. and Pantera, yeah, Rip yeah, off yeah kind of maybe. horrible, yeah, metal band. But and then I listened to them quite recently actually, and it was incredible, yeah, yeah, yeah. just yeah, I yeah, like one of my favorite bands, I think, yeah. 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 Um, so I mean, I'm working my way through there with my back catalog, that's quite a treat, that, yeah, yeah. and it's listening to something 
so good like that and yeah yeah and again another band quite similar was um that i got into quite late and had never listened to for a while was russian circles and they're quite yeah. similar and i don't know how i mm. I, I mm. put off listening to them and then yeah I, I, yeah I, I love them now and um, i guess they both appeared around the same time so yeah i think the beyond was the first uh, Cult of Luna song uh, album I heard, which mm. was like two thousand and one or two, mm. and I think Russian Circles came out two thousand three or four. Yeah, it's kind so it's all kind of like post metal was yeah. quite big then. Yeah, and it's come back, which mm. is great. But yeah, for a long time, it kind of just existed. Yeah, um, one band I I always definitely put off listening to because I thought it was going to be awful, mm. like stoner rock was um, King Gizzard. Oh yeah, because yeah, yeah. I mean the stupid it's, name of the yeah, world, completely stupid, but. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, like people, great, yeah. when you tell people, "Oh, I'm going to see them," they go, "What? What are you talking about? What is <laughs> yeah. that?" Yeah, and then yeah, ridiculous they're one of those ones you've got to ridiculous look past the name. Band. It's yeah. ridiculous. Um, but it, I mean, once you listen to them, you realise that the name is kind of Irrelevant. they couldn't they couldn't have any other name. I don't think yeah. it's just perfectly <laughs> it kind of suits them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> I mean, there's all. I mean, there's some terrible band names for like really good music. So. Mm. Um, my friend Ari um, knew I was into the Mountain Goats, and he said, "Oh, have you heard of a band called the Front Bottoms?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> he goes, "You should listen to them." I'm like, yeah. "I'm all right." And then he put them on once when we were like mm. setting up a gig, and I was like, "Yeah, this is amazing. This is really good. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. hate that name. Mm. Imagine like asking your parents for that for Christmas, mm. or telling your boss that that was mm. the band you were going to yeah, see that weekend." It's kind it's of like, like yeah, no, no, um, the band I listened to. In quite often called um, gay witch abortion. Yeah, and, it's and just, they're great. They're amazing, yeah. but it's just <laughs> you, yeah. You say that it's the worst the, title. It is yeah. the worst thing. Yeah. You know, it's just like uh, it works. Uh, you can see why they. Yeah, it's ridiculous. See why they've gone for that, but yeah, you should explain to anyone else. Yeah, I oh, should check out this band. And, I think a band yeah. that are sick of that kind of talk, um, because they do. It, it again. It does conjure up like really awful. Pants metal is uh, mammoth weed wizard bastard. Yeah, and again, it's it's the worst name in the world. It's a really bad name. But they might have picked that for that reason. Yeah, I think it's because they're actually quite good, and they don't really sound yeah. like stoner rock. Yeah, it's done. Best. It's done them quite well to kind of go with that yeah. kind of um, over cliched. Yeah. Doom yeah. stoner <laughs> band, and it's worked really well for them. It's yeah, kind of, yeah, and they, yeah, they're doing really well, aren't they? Actually, so yeah, I think they just got announced for Arc Tangent. Yeah, well, they have. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we, we've we've got bogged down in strange titles, but yeah. we were talking about gone off on an Arc Tangent yeah. tangent. An Arc Tangent tangent. Yeah. yeah. Um, I so yeah, right. That's so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Fugazi, yeah, really important band for me, really, mm. um, and I'm. I'm so grateful that I sort of um, found them and got into them at the time that I did because um, it was yeah, a strange strange point in my life where um, there was a lot of things going on um, and I was a bit kind of apathetic about the music I was listening to and I was kind of sort of holding out for another band to come along that really mm. sort of um, really inspired me and um, obviously I completely missed the boat with Fugazi when they first came out because yeah I would have only been sort of 
probably still winning my nappies um, when they first came out. Um, again, with most of the bands I've, I've picked. But um, yeah, I sort of, again, happened upon them um, when I was looking at bands um, who sound like other bands and things like that and recommendations and things like mm-hmm. that. And yeah, I think I listened to probably Waiting Room, which is probably their most... Um, well-known track mm. um, and I was instantly sort of hooked from there really just um, um, and that that kind of opened up the whole world to like um, Discord Records mm. Mm. and their whole sort of roster of, mu- of bands and musicians and yeah just love it love everything love most of the bands they have on their um, um, on their roster and um, or the shoot off band, shoot off bands from Fugazi, mm. um, bands before so that yeah minor threat, love minor threat, yeah, uh, rights of spring, mm. love rights of spring, um, um, but yeah, um, I think yeah. there's a lot to be said for that for their sound, um, it's it's intense without being heavy, and yeah, it's, and it's heavy without using distortion or yeah yeah I mean he's just kind of. Know, Aggressive. It's yeah. It's audio. it's it's got the element. It's got kind of all the good bits of minor threat, kind of that kind of good a good sort of punk sound, um, and that kind of um, those elements, and then yeah, brought in other bits. Um, it's quite really really unique sound um, that a lot of again a lot of bands have copied. And mm. um, taking inspiration from, and um, I think quite reluctantly spearheaded a um, that whole kind of emo y kind of movement. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah, I wouldn't, I'd say I'd, I'd reluctantly categorize them as that kind of genre. Um, yeah. And I wouldn't say I'm massively into that genre myself. It's a bit of a no, a murky genre. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they obviously like. Um, in, it, when when you say screamo sort of stuff, what what kind of bands are you talking about? Um, I don't really know. Like the heavier end of of kind of like nineties screamo, because like yeah. obviously that was quite interesting. I thought like it it kind of took that clean sound and made it heavy and mm. made it interesting. But then there's like the awful kind of. 2000s emo which was kind of yeah or, or you know if you talk about there's, there's so many like, Mike, like the My Chemical Romance oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 stuff, yeah, yeah. which is almost it's, like yeah, metal yeah it's stuff. embarrassing yeah yeah. <laughs> or you talk about like the emo that came out you know like um, there's like oh, kind of bands like Captain Jazz yeah, and yeah, all yeah. those bands. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't yeah I don't, I don't really know the timeline I don't know if they were before or after Fugazi but or at the yeah. same time, um, like Jade Tree compilations and stuff mm. like just kind of conjures up. I guess that that they kind of spearheaded that talking about your feelings kind of thing. Yeah. And, yeah. But but they were never cringy. No, no. And then and kind the of other bands were <laughs> talking about like you know, masculinity mm. and um, lifestyle and the the whole sort of um, yeah drugs and. Mm. Um, things like that and 
yeah, I think again, reluctantly spearheaded the whole sort of straight edge thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, For good or bad. Yeah, yeah, who knows? But um, yeah, again, something I'm not really drawn into myself. But um, but yeah, um, just yeah, really, really love, really love them. Mm. So what made you pick this track in particular? Um, I really like the... There's a really good live version of it on, on the internet somewhere where they're playing outdoors, I believe in Washington. Um, um, it's a really, really good performance and I really like the jumpers that they're wearing. That's, one of the <laughs> <laughs> That's a good reason to pick a song. I think, yeah. I yeah. think, that, yeah, they're wearing cool jumpers. I think Ian... Um, might be wearing like a oversized fleece or something, something of the Brilliant. that time. But yeah, just a really cool band, really simplistic. Yeah. Um, and I like that the drummer has like a um, a proper like bell that mm. he plays every now and again. Right. Sort of just hits the bell, and it just yeah, it just sounds really cool. Works. Yeah, sounds amazing, and uh, really good live performances and really cool lyrics with with really cool messages about being cheesy and obvious and yeah I could I could listen to them all the time Just to be. 
So yeah, we, we're uh, going to play a song next, which I, I can't believe no one's picked um, this band uh, on the Nine Notes podcast yet, but it's at the drive-in. Um, and uh, we just checked, and uh, this came out in 2000, so that's, that's nearly 20 years ago, oh, you know, which is mad. It's crazy, isn't it? Um, so we're going to play Cosmonaut off, off that. Um, and it, it, to be honest, it's just great. I mean, I, it was the first song I heard by at the drive-in. So mm-hmm. how, how did you hear them? Did you sort of just yeah, stumble upon um, them? Or? I can remember quite distinctly actually. I was um, <laughs> I was on the bus home from school, um, and I think there was like a an older a group of older kids on the bus, and um, I heard them talking about um, this band called Out the Drive In. I thought I sort of sniggered to myself that it's a stupid band name. Like who would who would call their band that? It's ridiculous. Like what does it even mean? Doesn't mean anything. Um, and at the time, I was massively into like classic rock stuff, and um, <laughs> um, but sort of kind of just starting to move away from it. Really, I sort of I think my I started getting a bit bored and a bit um, sort of yeah, wanting to. I felt like I was naturally moving away from that, and but yeah, I decided to um, check out this band with a stupid name, and. Uh, yeah, I listened to One Arm Scissor because mm. um, yeah, it's probably the most obvious song you can start yeah. with. Really, it was everywhere. It was time. everywhere, and yeah. Um, I was yeah, I was just astonished. Like it was just yeah. incredible. Um, everything about it kind of just was just amazing, and mm. I instantly sort of listened to the whole album, mm. and the whole album's amazing. There's not yeah. there's not yeah. a bad moment on that album, and it's just. It's just kind of that unharnessed energy throughout, mm. um, and yeah, in the vocals, in the everything, everything. It's just yeah, it's just a great album. Um, I always imagine like what it would be like to make that music at the time because yeah. it doesn't sound like it still doesn't really sound like anything else. It doesn't. It's and you, you try and find other bands that sound similar because you. <laughs> like, you good luck. I want like. <laughs> I want more of this, like, mm. and it's really hard to find. There's just no one. I don't. You, you wonder where they kind of, where they sort of, where that kind of sound spawned from, um, and things like that. And you you kind of see it in other bands before them, kind of, mm. um, that they're taken from, um, sounds from. But yeah, just really unique and really original, and mm. um, yeah. I don't think in my eyes I haven't got a bad album. I, I like all of their albums, mm. um, but that particular song um, is probably just yeah probably my favourite of theirs. Mm. Um, I just like the the vocal um, vocals in it, the kind of melody and mm. um, the guitar chord progressions. I think yeah. they're just amazing chord progressions. Yeah. That kind of really define their sound and define that kind of. Um, style of music, uh, mm. uh, yeah. Using very his his very sort of unique chord style, and um, that he continued with Mars Volta and things like mm. that. But yeah, it's just yeah. I think it was it was. I think it's an album that's gonna sort of weather, it's gonna live for a long yeah, time. Isn't it's it? gonna it's, yeah, yeah. It's gonna. Um, it's definitely gonna be a classic. I think. I'll definitely. I mean, I. I, well, heard, I think it already is. Yeah. To be yeah. I, mean, I remember hearing. Yeah. I. I think I was sort of saying to you off air like, 
I I literally heard this very song mm. on a Koran compilation. Mm-hmm. The next chance I had, I went to Lincoln on the train, bought it from our local like record store, which is still kind of being run now. Yeah. Um, came back home, listened to it, and it just blew my mind. Yeah. Like everything about it, mm. like even like the Iggy Pop bit where he's talking on the phone mm. and. Yeah, the lyrics. Just the lyrics. I mean, I don't. Yeah, the the lyrics are just. Yeah, I I don't know how how he comes up with the, the the lyrics he does and. Well, I heard uh, a rumor at the time. I don't know if it's true. It's probably on Wikipedia or something. But apparently, he used to um, just find books in the street or you know from secondhand shops, and he Mm. used to take like random lines out of it and write a song around those words. So like. really some of the songs have very sort of almost like they'd sound like cliche if they weren't so bizarre yeah yeah like yeah. like in that one position position the stitches like miles of torpedoes mm. that's insane mm-hmm. but you can imagine it in a very sort of trite yeah like two dollar book yeah 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 um, i can yeah i can picture that actually and mm-hmm. um yeah, that would make sense if, if I mean, if it, yeah, if that, yeah. if that's kind of what he did. There's a few lines on the song, so there's one, one where he's kind of like just. It sounds like he's being very sincere, but this nonsense. So it's like, the custodians produce, uh, the custodians perform their customs quite well. Mm. That sounds like yeah. literally like he's just read yeah. that from an article. Yeah, he's just yeah taking a line out. Of um, that, but it sounds like. He's get. I always think it sounds like he's giving messages to people who will understand it, mm-hmm. and you, you're not meant to understand. Yeah, it. yeah. So it's like almost like code, like shouting down a, a radio in a yeah. war or something. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's amazing stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they've it still mean, stands up, doesn't it? It just yeah, it's just it still sounds fresh. It's still. Yeah. I think it. They really sort of that type that period of music was a bit. Um, oh, well, it came out during like the height of crap new metal, yeah, so. sort of new metal, and yeah. yeah, they just kind of yeah gave gave us something actually we want to sort of yeah. hold on to from that era. I mean, would you rather listen to this or um, the second release by Cold Chamber? Yeah, uh, well, you know, what's the call. test of time? Yeah, you know? yeah, it kind of says it all, really. So. Yeah, but and they yeah, and then to kind of um, through listening to them and. Got into bands like Refused, mm. um, who I, I still love now, mm. and their albums again stand the test of time. Uh, yeah, um, and more other kind of post, I guess post hardcore is that is that mm. the, the what you classify? Yeah, as? I always it's hate that term. It's really loose. Yeah, so well, like glass jaw is kind of post what? That. Yeah, what 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 type of hardcore? Um, I think to be honest, I think that Glassdoor are probably the only band I can kind of compare them to at the time. Yeah, Glassdoor quite similar because like, I mean unique lyrics and delivery and yeah. Just I mean, I think the only the only other band I would sort of hold on to from that time as well are kind of Deftones. Mm. Um, I was torn between Deftones and At the Driving, mm. and in terms, of, but I think in terms of how they've impacted me and influenced me, I think I'd, I was swayed towards At the Driving. But yeah, certainly Deftones were another survivor from that. Yeah, era. Um, yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, we'll put Cosmonaut on and, and just enjoy it because it's um, yeah, it's classic. Cool tune. <laughs>
final track you've picked tonight is by a band um, that I'm completely unfamiliar with uh, called Distorted Pony. So apparently you said this came out in the early 90s, is that right? Yeah, I believe so. So um, the song I've picked is called Gut Bug and it's off an album called Punishment Room, Mm. um, which is quite sort of well known within the sort of noise rock kind of... um, sphere mm. um, of music it's quite yeah quite a well-liked album um, mm. and yeah it's just yeah it's just one of one of my favorite albums and I can't, I'm always sort of revisiting it quite regularly um, it's actually one of my emergency albums on my phone <laughs> uh, yeah, cause, yeah I can't store much music on my phone all oh, right so it's uh, yeah essential yeah so yeah. I've got a couple of albums that if I get really stuck and I don't, I can't listen to yeah, you've got some music I know I've got some music so I've, yeah, I've got to store like a penny on there so <laughs> Um, so if I get stuck on a train somewhere with no signal or whatever, yeah, I can listen to something like that. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, just, it's just a really good album. I highly recommend anyone mm. who's into kind of, um, kind of, it's almost got elements of grunge, it's got elements of noise rock. It's um, they've got um, they have like a um, a percussionist guy who plays. I don't really know what he plays. It's kind of like metal. Like bits of metal and weird mm. symbols and stuff that it kind of really sort of um, carries the drums really well and goes sort of um, makes the sound more sort of trashy and, and thrashy in places mm. on the more um, sort of intense songs and um, and it's yeah it's a band I would of. I would love myself to be in, or mm. yeah, um, or have a band that sounds. If I could have a band that sounds similar to that, I'd be quite, happy, quite, happy, quite, happy, quite happy in Lincoln or, <laughs> or anywhere else. Wants yeah. to start a so band. Some really strange yeah. music. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of like it's it's indie, isn't it? It's got like almost like the ghost of indie music underneath yeah. it, but it's it's got this like menacing, yeah, like off kind of beat as well so yeah it's, yeah it's really yeah it's got sort of quite um interesting music um really cool bass lines mm. um i really like the bass sound on that album um it's kind of the bass sound i i have in my head that mm. i want to try and sort of <laughs> achieve sometimes but yeah it's um, yeah. cool vocals as well like again i think there's quite a sort of a, a theme of vocal styles they're quite sort of buried in the music there's, there's not, they're not really sort of um they're not really a prominent mm. part of the music and um, as per the name the, the vocals are quite distorted yeah um, I mean sort of, yeah, they're almost of, like off somewhere aren't they they're, yeah. they're like a they're there with the music but yeah that's what I like about like a lot of the songs you pick tonight actually they're kind of like the vocals are almost like an additional instrument and mm. you're not meant to yeah. you can listen to it all at once mm. or you can just focus on that and yeah it's almost yeah. like they're on two different tracks but going at the same speed. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes yeah. sense, yeah. I guess, as, as I think I mentioned earlier, I'm, I'm just not really drawn to um, kind of straight song, singing, really yeah. sung vocals and that, yeah, it, it, I kind of, off, I, there's, there's bands that um, I would probably like if they didn't have like a, a, <laughs> a singer. Um, um, but more bands should do sort of like talky vocals. It's just... Yeah, I think it's just a, it just really works. Um, 
in certain. It's a good aesthetic. Yeah, I think. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, again, really, really important album for me, and one that's influencing me um, all the time. Um, and again, if anyone in Lincoln wants to be in a straight, <laughs> this, is a, this is an appeal. A straight up noise rock band. Yeah. Just yeah, constant. Just straight up noise rock. No nonsense noise rock. Like mm. get in touch and yeah. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend everyone goes out and listens to Punishment Room. Yeah. Um, but I just thought it pony because it's definitely going to yeah. now. <laughs> now. Really good album. Now you've introduced me. Yeah. 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 Really good album. I mean, there's there's so many like hidden classics over the years and yeah, kind of like yeah. where's this album been all my mm. life sort of thing. So this yeah. might be one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay. Well, it's been it's been great to talk to you for an yeah, yeah. extended amount of time about music. It's always fun to do this. But yeah to delve into someone's taste mm. a little bit yeah well, so, yeah, a pleasure and I hope people actually get something out of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the hope every time yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs>